much. Um, yeah, Ethan's on too, mate. All four of us are here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Pulls it up there. <laughs> How you going, buddy? There he is. Uh, uh, and, Andy's there as well. Sorry, guys, I didn't. I'll just pull that up now. No, I'm you're right, brother. My no worries, man. Mate, well, it's good, good to have you on. Um, obviously, uh, all four of us here for this one. So it's General Knowledge Podcast, a uh, bit of a swap cast tonight, Season 5, Episode 11. Uh, and we're going to hand this one off uh, as well when it's all done and dusted. And Adam can record this one. He's with us, Adam from the Kras Files. Dot com uh, joining us so he can put this one up for his members if he wants to as well. Uh, we'll give him all the, the links and everything he needs to do it. But yeah, so here we go. We uh, thought we'd get uh, Adam on for a bit of a chat tonight and we'll just throw it around the table a little bit and comment on whatever's really going on, mate. Um, yeah, first of all, how, how is everyone? Um, Ethan, you're, you've, you've joined us. I'll go to you first, mate. Here you go, mate. All good? Good, mate. Uh, good to be back. Um, missed the last episode, but it was good to listen back to that. And yeah, it's always good when we get Adam on. So looking forward to having a little bit of a chin wag here today. Absolutely. And Andy's joined us as well. Andy, how you going, mate? Thanks for coming on board for a chat tonight with Adam. Going good, champ. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, catching up with Mr. Kraz too, as well. Uh, as uh, And of course, with you two boys. Excellent. Um, no, everything's been fine. Can't com- nothing too much to complain about uh, here, in mm. general. Well, Adam was just saying there before we sort of got into it that it's been bloody cold down in Sydney, and I was just saying to uh, Andy boys when uh, just before you guys joined the room uh, yesterday morning, it was minus point five degrees here where I am in Browns Plains in Queensland, like far out. Like if I know it gets cold down there in Sydney, mate, but that's Jesus, still gets cold up here too, brother. How you going, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Good to have All you right. on, man. Yeah, I guess it's the, the wind chill down here that uh, lashes through yeah. on the coast. And um, it's it's been pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, yeah it's been pretty, pretty uh, amazing and um, cold in this house where we are, you know. Do you have like <clears> a fireplace or any but, heating or anything? Uh, probably just a like a, an old gas heater, which I don't like. But, yeah. I, you know, um, i got to keep everyone happy. <laughs> There's going to be a war, and uh, so I put that long as some, some ventilation. Yeah, as long as you got the window open or something. for Sydney. Mm. Yeah, just hit the other day and lashed everybody, you know. Um, but um, yeah, nice weather, big swells, nature in all its glory, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, it's good to have you on board, mate. I mean, uh, for those who uh, don't know who Adam is, uh, he runs thecradsfiles.com. I'm sure all of our listeners do. But any new listeners on board who haven't uh, had a listen to Adam or any of his shows and stuff, make sure you do head over to it. A link will be in the show notes, of course, but just go over to thecradsfiles.com. Basically, a news aggregator website. He's been running this for quite some time now. And Adam and I used to chinwag on on various podcasts way back in the day as well, when he was doing podcasts um, with you know Mick Raven at Conspiracy Oz, even I'd come on back then and have a chat with you guys, which was ages ago. So, uh, mate, been around the traps for a long time, us fellas. Um, same with Ethan too. Ethan's been doing this for, for ages as well. So uh, we're, we're not exactly new to the game. We've been around for uh, doing this for quite some time and things just move on and upwards. And you've recently had an, a website overhaul, mate. Tell us how that's all gone. Looks like looks she's looking pretty sharp, mate. I like it. Uh, yes, just a little bit of an update. Um, same as Ethan. Um, I saw Ethan's update and it was really nice. Same kind of themes and, um, it's, it's fit. Okay. 
you know, it, I do have a, a, a website guy in the US who helps me. I wanted it done, you know, quick and without any issues. But it's um, it's all handled, okay. It's all going all right. It, it, it's the 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 Cras Files is a is a big website. It's running a lot of JavaScript. It's running a lot, hell, of a lot of widgets, plugins. And so much stuff, and mm. all that has to be rearranged. And um, so, what we're able to do is kind of probably halve the website because it just it was too big. I guess, like you guys, I'm pretty old school, and we I originally wanted to build the website for desktops, and then I kind of forget that everyone's on mobiles. Mm, that's um, right. So the new theme caters for mobiles nicely, and that's we've good. managed to kind of shrink it down and and take out kind of what we don't need, but keep it looking nice. So it's um it's just one of those updates you do. Been going since 2015. Mm. Um, there was just a lot of dead space on the last one, and I thought it'd be good to update it a little bit and. And uh, things have changed. Yeah, hopefully you made <laughs> it a bit cheaper for your hosting, maybe because you, 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 um, you're hosted overseas. Um, you know, it costs a lot of money, doesn't it, mate? So that's what's. I mean, it's good to have the support there. But has um, has lightning this load? Do you think that'll make it a bit cheaper for you, or is it probably going to be around the same? Do you think still? It'll be the same. Um, it'll be the same as just that the the hosting that we use without them, I probably wouldn't have a website up. He's, he's pretty good and they're only small guys and um, they don't have a lot of space on their servers. Yeah. Right. Yep. And they probably host about three or 400 websites, but most people use one or two gig and I, I was using over 10 and, Goodness, and you yeah. know, it's all the podcast files going back to 2015. And, and if you're putting up any video and stuff, it just gets heavy. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, so your hosting becomes more. So, that's why we just recently moved it over. So, you know, to somewhere like Buy Me a Coffee or, or, or another platform, you can kind of host your all those Nightwatch podcasts I do over there. And, 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 and that makes it uh, speedier and better. So I think I've lightened the load a bit. Well, um, well tell- I had a lot of stuff up there and I did a bit of cleaning and I think I saved them about seven gig. Just well, that's that. good. So that's, yeah, that's I'm good. consuming a lot of power. <laughs> tell the listeners, I mean, we over might as well get it out of the way much. now. Tell, tell the listeners how they can actually you know, go on and support what you're doing and get that extra bonus content sort of stuff. How do they go about doing that? Just just tell that for the listeners now. I did have the uh, Cres Files members going for quite a while, a couple of years or so now, mm-hmm. and that was a members area inbuilt into the website so people could join up and log in. And with everything that's happening, it's become too much work uh, for me. And and because uh, I'm doing the Nightwatch podcast, it's using a lot of of the stripping a lot of data over there on their servers and I w- want to stay with these guys because they help me to protect the website. So, um, and also not a lot of people really logging in and just wanting to grab podcasts and stuff. So I thought I'll take that members away and just <clears throat> for now. And then, um, I, I was already on buy me a coffee and they use Stripe and it was already set up. So I just, um, as I asked you general, uh, we, we were looking at Patreon and stuff, but I just decided to uh, move the members over to buy me a coffee, uh, which is through Stripe, so same system, and um, that that uh, helps with the um, you know the space issues and a lot of things, and helps me as well. I'm not in there dealing with member logins and problems, and cancellations and cards not working and having to go here and there and people not being able to log in and everything and not really using the members area. Mm. Um, it's um, hosted somewhere else now. So they can just go on their own time and be a member over on Buy Me A Coffee. And uh, being through Stripe, it just helps a lot because we were already using that. And um, 
and it kind of works because I can, I'm doing a hell of a lot of um, member podcasts almost every night that I'm not on with people. And sometimes it can be four, five, even six a week. Yeah. And <laughs> and now it's hosted over there elsewhere. So, yeah. And it sends people out an email that it's up and they like it over there and yeah. it's slow building and I have to start again. Um, but uh, it's, you know, um, <clears throat> support is important for all of us guys. Uh, without some kind of support base, we can't continue. Uh, Ethan, you guys, we can't. Um, it's very hard. And there are costs and there is time and emotional input and a lot of um, complications and things and issues. And, and we put a lot of um, time and effort and blood, sweat and tears into keeping these platforms up in real alternative media mm. and a community sort of members based um, idea I think is the best because I don't really sell anything and I don't want ads on the website or pop-ups or anything and I want to keep it independent and I think uh, uh, like Ethan does and you do as well general some kind of um, membership base helps helps us really even if it's just a handful of people it helps us at the end of the year it, to it pay our costs does, yeah. and um and and it's a personal thing as well it, it you understand that there's people out there in the community that want to dive a little bit deeper and come in and help you and and having that support base there it um it helps a lot unfortunately in this case i've had to scrub the original one and move it over to another platform but that's cool we'll um we'll build slowly there and and keep going general that's yeah. the important thing well, so that's good um all good and and the new banners are up on the crash files website you can't miss them so yep. people just need to click on those membership banners yeah i was It'll just doing the screen share buy me a coffee and doing sign that. up yeah, yeah i was doing it. that while you were talking and letting and showing the um other members and anyone who watches the video version of this um which are my members um they'll see you know if they want to jump in and, and even just you know do it for a month or even just give you some contributions um you know if they're in a position to do so then yeah by all means but i was just sort of clicking along it was through ethan as well and doing that ethan um i looked at uh, tot news and and he did a theme change mm -hmm. i'd like to know if ethan did that himself but um i kind of looked at the same themes and and it's really changed now and it's um a lot better to do and it's really professional so that was a nice sort of uh change as well yeah, on the it looks good to uh, looks keep good. up Both keep up guys, and, yeah and move forward yeah it's awesome um, mate, I was just going to say, like, uh, look, I'm, I'm actually really, um, I'm, I'm a bit annoyed at you, mate, because, look, you, you're making me look bad here. I mean, I, I managed to scrounge up time enough to do one bloody podcast a fortnight, if not maybe two sometimes, and you're sitting there doing fucking one a night. Like, you're pumping out the member content. And I know it's just you getting on, like, you do your night watch stuff and you, you know, you cover a lot of little things that pop up here and there. But, man, you're making me look bad, you know? You need to, you need to pull it back a bit, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> There's so me. much content, I don't, even, uh, I don't know how I you do it. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I have no idea with a family and a little one and work That's and what stuff I mean. I've got to do in the day. And yeah, I don't know. I I think it's just some kind of outlet, and, um, and you know, I, I, I really I, don't. I don't. I don't know. I picture I do you it. doing that. I just see you like going through the day. You're you're, you're having your day. You're going about your business. You, you you get on. You see these things popping up in your groups on Telegram, and people are sending in links. You like, I can just see you getting like frustrated and going, "Oh, I've got to talk about that tonight." Oh. Oh, I've got to talk about this tonight. And then you've just got all this fuel in your head and you've got to get it out. And that's what you do. You just. I'm the crazy, intense, <laughs> pale looking guy in the corner of the supermarket uh, where people are all going, look at this guy. He's about to snap. <laughs> 
he's wound up. Oh, that's good. No, it's brilliant, though. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, General, is so much information kind of pouring through. And I love information. I just love learning. And um, and I just want to speak my mind and, and talk. I, I guess it's because there's you guys. and But I don't have a, even really a lot of family or, or, or friends anymore that are willing to open up the discussion and, and have a chat like we mm. do. Um, it's a bit hard. Everyone's either moved away or with family and doing things. Uh, or they're getting the jabs and they're doing this and, and they just don't want to really um, get involved with, with any of it. And so, um, you know, I find it, yeah. yeah, I try to have that balance where I see it as sort of a hobby and I like doing it and I enjoy it and I see it as an important thing as well. And um, I think oh, I'll be sitting here watching TV or something. So I just jump on every second that I get because I'm always battling against time. Um, I've learned to do things pretty quick and um, and do what I need to do fast. Yeah, and, well, that's um, good, mate. It, that's um, the, if you look, if you weren't doing it, working, the, you so. know, there would be, you know, you've got what about roughly two hundred and fifty members in the Kras files, just the chat, the Telegram chat group. You know what I mean? Like, and they're always putting in lots of articles and things and sharing and talking and communicating and like. You know, I mean, like that—that the, you're reaching people out there as well, and that's just—that's just a small minority that actually take part in things too. So, um, what's the rule? The eighty-twenty rule—they refer to it as. So, if you've got, you know, twenty percent of your audience is only communicating with you or, or getting involved in stuff, there's still another eighty percent out there that are getting it but they're just not getting involved but they get the information they're looking they're listening and all that sort of stuff you know so it may think you may you may sort of think oh my audience isn't that big but it is like you're i think you can probably track your podcast download stats as well and like you know we we do reach a fair few people you know like ethan's got plenty of supporters goes out to a lot of people you know um all around the world you know and we're all we can track that through well i do through podbean and stuff you know look at all the different countries that listen and g'day to all the folks out there from different countries who are listening to this show we really do love it um i had a lovely lady from canada um she recently joined my Telegram group and also joined um, me on Patreon as well. So get out of Rose. And she's from, like I said, she's from Canada. She's she's like, oh, I love listening to you guys from from Australia and hearing what's really going on and loves us talking about all this stuff. And it's, so I mean, like we are reaching people. We may not realize it, but we are having an impact. Whether, whether we think, oh, we've only got a small couple of members, but... You know I mean, like that's that's enough. It's enough to get you by. It's enough to pay for the hosting and you know the podcast hosting, mm. website hosting, all this sort of stuff. It's enough to cover that and with a little bit extra left over, and that's and that's awesome. You know, and power, power to you guys, you and Ethan, who can um, do all this, get a bit of income out of it, and, and pump out the work and keep going. That's good. Um, but yeah, uh, mate, I um, wanted to just sort of touch base on speaking in, uh, in terms of Canada and speaking and you know all that sort of stuff. Um, recently there was a bill passed. I'm sure you guys know about this. There was a bill passed by the, the Canadian Parliament there, one of Trudeau's little ones, um, basically a censorship bill, um, which is going to be preventing anyone out there who's not... Say say you put a, like, like your website and someone comes across and goes, like a fact checker comes along and grabs it and goes, no, no, this is fake news. It's not real. Here's our version of it, blah, blah, blah. Well, you can actually face jail time for, for having your website in Canada, Adam. Like that's that's where it, it is right now. They are trying to lock down on free speech, on um, you know the right to publish and all that sort of stuff. Like they have just got rid of all of it. Like you basically haven't got any rights to say what you want in Canada now. It's really really bad. Um, I'm going to just play this. 
for uh, for the listeners. I won't do the whole thing, but I'll just do a couple little bits of it so we can just so, so the uh, the listeners as well can hear what we're what we're talking about here. Uh, this was shared in the Telegram as well, but I just wanted to put this up for everyone. So let me just tee it up here. Uh, give me one second. Is that the Bill C-11, General? I think that's the one. I'll, I'll just double check here. Mm. It'll come up on the video. So let me <laughs> Love just... the one one. Oh, there, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, even it's I missed that. Good pickup. Yeah, good pickup. Uh, give me one second. Here we go. Let's come back to the start here. You guys can see that on my screen, yeah? Yep. Yeah, cool. All right, here we go. Hopefully this plays. I'll make it bigger as well, but let's just play this. As long as I don't have to look at Trudeau, I can't look at him anymore. Oh, he's a little, little worm fucking... Yeah, oh, anyway, I just want to kick him in the head. <laughs> the World Economic Forum has ordered world governments to ban independent media, make it illegal to read non-mainstream news sources, and fill prisons with people who share opinions or articles deemed false by so-called fact-checkers. The Trudeau regime was the first WEF-controlled government to outlaw independent media meaning Canadians who share articles or posts online that are deemed false by fact-checkers are liable to arrest and a hefty prison sentence. Before we begin, make sure you subscribe to the channel and join the People's Voice Locals community for exclusive and uncensored content. The link is below this video. Trudeau's internet censorship legislation, Bill C-11, has now become yep, law there it is. after Canadian senators voted last week to pass the bill. This should come as no surprise. The Canadian government has been completely penetrated by the WEF. Certainly penetrates the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, rece- at a reception for Trudeau. And I would know that half of this cabinet, or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet, are for our actually young noble leaders of the world in Korea. Lawmakers in Ireland have passed a new law that will make it illegal for citizens to view or share any non-mainstream media. So I'll just pause that one there. So he switches over to Ireland now too. But there you go. That's the Canadian one. You were right, Adam. It's that uh, Bill C-11 there. <laughs> Good pickup too with the uh, with the 11. So it's a significant number. And we are, in fact, actually... Uh, what's it? The, it's episode 11 for this episode too. So how funny is that? There you go. Lots of uh, synchronicities there. Ethan loves the synchronicity. You can just see the grin on his face now. It's <laughs> uh, good stuff. But there you go. So Mr. Trudeau has uh, basically made it uh, illegal. His online censorship bill becomes law. Mm. That is some scary shit. Imagine, just can't, just think about that for a second, fellas. Imagine if that came to Australia. I mean... Uh, like see you later goodbye what we do like far out like it's Gonski's. like i mean ethan that's basically your whole you know it's your life's work and stuff now if they come along and say well, everything you're doing is now illegal what do you do like, ethan i'll just throw to you with that one and just give us your comments on on what's happening over there in canada as well with this censorship bill mate imagine if that was here in australia right now what, what would you do brother seriously well, I bet I very rarely get done by the fact checkers, General, because I'm not talking shit. So <laughs> it's all factual. Me. <laughs> Whereas, you know, a lot of people in this conspiracy movement uh, might be in trouble, and obviously there is you know, the free speech element of it. But there is, if you want to play within the information game, you've got to play right. And yeah, I I don't think, for me personally, I'd see any problem with it because we'd always find ways around it. You know. 
Well, we would, but I mean, I think it would just be a big kick in the guts too. But you know what I mean? It would. I think it would probably. It could quite possibly scare off a lot of people trying to get into that game and to start their own thing and try and publish real news and all this sort of stuff. I think it would. A lot of people would be like, "Fuck, I can't risk it." You know what I mean? Whereas people who have already been in this for for quite some time are probably sitting there going. Yeah, come at me, come at me, bro. You know, like, but I think it might scare off a lot of people trying to open up some more minds and jump into that realm. I don't know. That's just my opinion, anyway. Do you think that could be a possibility that they might turn away a few people trying to wake up others? You know what I mean? Could possibly be the case, General. I'm not too sure. I haven't looked at the bill too much to see if you know. We just saw a report from. You know, some bloke with six thousand subscribers. So um, I haven't looked at the the bill too intently yet um, to see what it really means or if there's a lot of hyperbole behind it. Obviously, Canada for all the Canadians out there listening to us, we've shared ever since the anti-terrorism laws of 2014, which simultaneously happened over there. We've shared almost identical fates in terms of censorship mass surveillance crackdown of free speech protests but as you've just seen the little snippet there of Klaus Schwab you know the way that they've gone with Trudeau and this whole Canadian government at the moment is definitely extreme you know I think we had our turn during the lockdowns with our extremities and Dan Andrews and people know how bad it is down here but Canada now are showing people with a lot of elements that you know they won't tolerate thought crime in a, in a, in a sense. And that's we've what it talked comes about down to. Before, you know, yep. There is a similar push that is going to begin here, I believe, in 2023, and we spoke about this in January. But, again, I, I don't think it's the whole, you know, it's just going to wipe everyone out or discourage people from doing things. There's always ways around these things, mm-hmm. um, and I think we should always focus on that. You know, like for me personally, a lot of people ask, you know, how are you still on Facebook? I'm surprised you haven't been zucked by now. And it's like, well, in the entire 11 years I've been on there, I've been done by the fact checkers twice. One was because I shared an article from mainstream news (laughs) that described a Melbourne MP who said that vaccines cause autism. And they said vaccines don't cause autism. I said, it's not even me saying saying it. it. And then I learned. So I learnt from those two things, but other than that, the information that we put out, for example, the Pfizer papers, talking about downplaying the harms of nanolipid, uh, sorry, downplaying the harms of nanolipid particles. Now, if you put that online, you can't go to a fact-checking website where they're saying, oh, no, they didn't downplay the harms of lipid nanoparticles, right? The, the things that the fact-checkers attack if you really read them, and I read them constantly to see what is in the thought crime sphere of things, but when you really read them, they're not attacking organisations. They go on and say, Sue, what's a face on Instagram claims this, and this is why it's false. And it's some, most of the time, you know, Sue is just, like they're attacking people because they're, they're grasping at straws, right? Whereas the information that we publish... Mm especially Dr. TJ Coles and everything like that, when you put it online, there is no fact-check articles for it. Now, some of my articles do do it. If you share the article on my website talking about is the Australian government 
a corporation question mark and all it is is freedom of information documents for you to decide for yourself that gets claimed as false information on facebook but the large majority you can't go on the fact-checking websites and see them refuting what we're talking about you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. we're a lot of us in the scene are publishing proper information and the fact checkers are grasping at so many straws that they're just attacking Sue What's-Her-Face on Instagram and they're picking the wildest of the wildest claims and using that to paint the conspiracy movement. But the real information's there and the AI isn't translating that. So we'll have to see think, in the future. I think it's... I, I just think it's, it's one of those things where it's a stepping stone to something worse. You know what I mean? Like, they like to do this. They put these little things in here and there get these little laws passed. So when it comes time to really drop the hammer on society and and quash everything, they're like, well, the law's been passed for 10 years ago. Well, we've got you. You know, like, um, it just, it's just of those... Of course. And, and let's not forget... The incremental After the Christchurch you know? shooting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and let's not forget, General, after the Christchurch shooting in 2019, remember, internet service providers banned 4chan, mm-hmm. banned all of these websites. If you go on... If you were caught with the footage of that event, you were apparently... You, know, you could go to jail if just because you had the footage of that event. Like, how is that a crime? Exactly. Anyway, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, and you still can in New Zealand. That's right. But that's our two right. countries, they, our internet service providers, banned these websites. Now, if you don't have a VPN or something like this, and you try to go to those websites, they don't work if you're just connecting through your Telstra Mm -hmm. broadband or whatever. Correct. But people, you know, some of my friends are on 4chan every day, you know, like there are ways that people still see it, even though there's an iron wall of censorship, they call it the firewall of China. Many Chinese people visit our websites, and I see in the stats, you know what I mean? Like people in China are Mm. exposed to the world. There's always a way to get around these things but it doesn't mean that they're not going to try yeah so i will have to read like what this is and we've predicted this will come in 2023 and whatnot but i guess it's all about information again see what the fact checkers are saying see what they say is dangerous information and see how we can work our ways around that to remain in the public sphere that's what i think but it is you know we are living in dystopian times, but for me, we've been living in dystopian times for so long that I'm over the fact we're living in dystopian times and I want to <laughs> see how I can, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Get through this yeah. and play the game. So it's like, you know what will happen? Know, there's been a million censorship bills passed since 9-11, folks. We're still here. <laughs> now, you we're, know what will happen? You know, we're still crawling, baby. This is what's going to happen. Anyway, okay, this is what's going to happen. Say, say they pass that law in Australia and they shut us, you know, they stop us from publishing, you know, we can't do podcasts and stuff. You know, you know what's going to happen? You're going to have that little old timey tape recorder and Adam will be sitting there at his computer, sitting there recording, you know, pressing pause and recording again and sitting there and delivering, making copies of that cassette tape and putting it in people's mailboxes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be you, Adam, for sure. I they will. won't shut you up, And mate. then after that, I'll be sending out the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's a pigeon. Oh, he's got a note on its leg. What's the Crest files? Yep, Never heard and then of if it. If I have to, I'll throw you guys a message in the bottle. <laughs> Just start throwing bottles in the ocean with yeah, links to all these websites. Yeah, that's what yep. it'll be. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we got to do. See, I'm already looking. Keep putting it out there. Go for it, mate. I'm already. 
like I'm already briefly looking at it and it's talking about how like if you conduct broadcasting over the internet they're going to make you be within the regulatory scope of the Canadian Radio Television and Telecommunications Commission and it's like and then it says giving it the power to impose conditions on their operation and it's like all right does that mean we're real journalists then if we're going to be under the same scope as the telecommunications authority that regulates this type of thing, then we should have the same rights as journalists. Where's the media arts authority? Where are all of our unions that we can join? Where We've got completely different rights now if we're recognised under the regulatory scope. So mm. I don't know. I can, yeah, I can see, like, this is not a good thing. But at the same time, I think... Well, it you sounds know, to me like you're already seeing the workaround. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah, hey, if you're going to come down and shut me down, well, I now fall under this umbrella. Um, so I'm I'm now a legitimate journalist under your um, particular way of censoring me. So yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Interesting. Keep looking into it anyway. You might um, you might dig I a will. few more things yeah. up into it. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, being another Commonwealth country and. Of course, all the WF, WEF influence that's uh, in within our own government here in this country. You know what I mean? And Mr. Klaus Schwab sitting there saying that they're stocking the ranks with um, you know the young global leaders into all of the parliaments all around the world in, in infesting. Did he even say the word? I think he might have even said the word in, infesting or infecting their their governments. Basically, like that was sort of his language as well. Like, oh, this man's an absolute cretin. Oh, I'd lo- just give me five minutes alone with him, eh? Seriously. Him and a few of these other fuckers, man. Like, oh, add him to the list. Put him in the pit, as my brother likes to say. <laughs> in the pit. No, in the pit. <laughs> oh, Andy, we'll just quickly throw to you before we get back to Adam. Mate, um, this internet censorship stuff, uh, like not just, obviously, uh, Ireland was the next part of that video that's going to suffer some of that sort of stuff as well. I watched that video. I'll put a link in the show notes for those who uh, want to check it out. But um, yeah, uh, even Ireland is going to come up with censorship laws. Uh, Canada, we're seeing it. Uh, look, it seems to be the way things are going. Uh, I think even, Ethan, you, you shared a, uh, an article today that was had Aaron and Melissa Dyke's video in it. Um, I had a bit of listen to that too. Yeah. yeah, when he was talking about censorship and stuff like that. And that was actually quite good as well. Um, yeah, there's a particular part I wanted to re- reference, but I'll, I'll come back to it in a minute. Um, anyway, yeah, Andy, yeah, give us your thoughts on that, mate, if uh, what this what it means, uh, if that's going to happen here, and if it does come to Australia, I should say. I'll just mute myself. It's been coming down the road for a while, hasn't it, General? Well, it seems like it. It really has. Really, just has been rolling down the road, and I just, yeah, I think, I think what's happening in Canada is probably on some drawing board somewhere in Canberra as well. So, um, you know, look if you can if you can manage your life without, you know, you know, too many things to lose. I mean, I think it's all right, but like definitely. The, the plan will be to erode freedoms and bring everyone in line, so to speak. So, uh, look, you know, it's just they'll get away with what they can get away with, I guess. You know, it's just um, it's just like cooking the frog, isn't it? It's just do it slowly so that the frog doesn't jump out of the pot. But um, more and more people need to understand and realise that, that, you know, citizen journalism and, and independent journalism and, and freedom of freedom of uh, expression and 
and your right to to speak um, is just extremely important and shouldn't be given away so lightly. So, but uh, you know, I, I, I really do feel that that uh, you know what what's what's happening in Canada is is a reflection on on what could happen here in a, in probably in a very short time, General. So, mm. yeah. I think uh, I think think Australians should be should be very very cautious about how we proceed. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I want to just I'll put a link in the in the show notes for this one too. This is just this is what I was um, listening to today, Ethan, which was that video you shared. And there's just this one particular section on it which I think is really important. So I'll just quickly play this now, and it goes like a minute, I think. But have a listen to this, guys. This is in terms of a sort of censorship and censoring the people stand on solid ground this whole idea of censorship even the worst things should be allowed to be said and printed because good people are never going to fall for those things good people are going to know better and they should be strong enough in their own knowledge and wisdom and personal growth to reject the bad things whatever those might be Instead, what's happened here has not only knowingly shut down people who speak the truth at great consequence to their lives and their well-being and their livelihoods, but it's just systematically evil because it is rejecting the truth for the false truth that is being propped up to serve an agenda. I don't know how else to say it. I'm I just, I'm appalled by this. And as much as I knew this was going on, I didn't know specifically what and specifically who was involved. I could tell it was going on though. It's still kind of shocking. It is shocking and it's shocking that it can come out and that the public is so conditioned to this hyper-polarized atmosphere that so many people could see this truth and still say it's false, that's a lie, that's not what's going on. That's, that's just someone's partisan, you know, scaremongering and... Anyway, I'll just stop it there. But uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for that video. It's a really good video, actually. And just what he says says there on that censorship, you know, like no matter what yeah. you think of how bad the material is or things like that, like good people will realize that, you know, if you're of that sort of frame of mind, well, that's bad stuff. I don't need to look at that. And I was like, well, you know what? That's very much like what we're doing right now. Like we're putting out this type of alternative media and we know that there are good people out there who can see that this is you know good good stuff being shared they turn their mind their eyes away from the mainstream media because and just like what we do we hate the mainstream media because we can see that that's poor quality and bad and you know crap that we don't want to partake in and, and, and absorb whereas the alternative side of things we, we you know that that's out that's what we like to look at and share and stuff because you know we have that sort of free speech and stuff but anyway i just thought it was a really good important part of it um uh adam yeah yeah was, mate no. oh sorry go Ethan. fascinating yeah, was, yeah no that's he, he definitely nails it that's a fantastic video and that's that's the whole point like the video is talking about covid censorship the twitter files how mm-hmm. it revealed just massive efforts collusion to between government, government yeah Exactly. And now, you know, we're entering into this realm, you know, just having a little bit more of a read of this. It's it's definitely, you know, interesting. It definitely seems like they're just going to make everyone become a part of this, you know, telecommunications commission regulation so that they can impose financial penalties against people that break provisions of broadcasting and regulations and things like hate speech and things like this so it i think a lot of the culture 
issues are, are definitely going to suffer. So if you're going to talk about transgenderism and all these things, you know, but, you know, it seems like they're just going to suck everyone up because they realise that it's always going to exist externally. So maybe they're just going to try and suck everyone in and make you, you know, liable as a journalist in a sense. It says here broadcasters or people that act like broadcasters. So mm. it'll be interesting to see because, again, we're so much like Canada where this is going to go. But, again, people should have the, the decision, as he said, to to look at things for themselves. He says in that video you 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 put people through school and tell them that they're educated and informed and can go out in the world and make decisions and then at the same time tell them they're all children and yeah, they don't and have you the can't ability look at this. to discern. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're not allowed to, to view this. It's yeah. potentially dangerous. So, it's an oxymoron, isn't yeah, it? It'll like see it's, what happens. Yeah. It's again this backfire massive. Again, to me, right? Andy, there you go. That's another example of an inversion of reality. You know what I mean? Like they've they've flipped it on its head. You know what I mean? Like they've literally inverted what they're like. Ethan just said they put you through school so you can become this this full grown adult who's capable of making their own decisions. And then government comes along and goes, well, we're going to make the decision for you, and you can't have your own decisions because we don't think you can make your own decisions. Um, but you just put me through school and told me I can do all that. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's, they again, another example of an inversion of reality right there. Oh, they're all, it's all around us. Um, oh, we'll go back to Adam. There you go, mate. And hearing what we've just sort of covered there, and you've heard that snippet from that video there, I mean, I guess you would probably tend to agree. Like, yes, there's a lot of bad shit out there on the internet, and a lot of people want to censor everything or censor certain things and stuff, but... I kind of, I kind of have to agree with what they said. You know, allow you can allow plenty of things out there. People have the right and have the discernment in themselves to choose what they want to look at and make those right decisions. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's where we kind of have to leave it off. What, what do you say to that, Adam? Do you think there's uh, any truth to that, or do you have a different spin or different take on that, mate? Oh boy. So much on this one. There is. I'll be here for a month. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, First and foremost, it's an operation of fear, and fear rules, fear controls, and um, really, the system itself, as we always say, is it's just a reflection of us. And um, <clears throat> we have been bred into this system, so it's an incremental, slow dose, day by day drip feeding of this. And really, it was coming all along, and um, we ourselves, the public have created this mess and we have to fix it. We've created this like <laughs> entity, we've allowed this it to organism. happen. Yeah, and just like any infection, once you starve it out, it's gonna try and take hold and this thing's gonna turn on us. And we are in the eye of the storm now and we can see that. And I think that we're in pretty special times really when we're seeing this because it's like that old saying, shooting yourself in the feet, you know, like they're really they're really exposing themselves because that's the only way they can go now, I think. I mean, they're becoming so draconian. <clears throat> and it's, it's, it's the whole thing's becoming so outlandish that even the average Joe Blow's going to wake up here and see that this is completely wrong. And um, You would think so. We expected this. <laughs> we expected this. And uh, But, you know, the Five Eyes Nations, we're all getting the same thing in different doses or or slightly different disguises, if you will, you know. 
uh, we see in Australia, we're, we're seeing the same language, and I've been talking about it for years, and especially up your way, General, and, and where you guys are with the with the police shooting there and all of that, um, they started instantly um, going after people in the truth movement mm. and anti-vaxxers and all of this, trying to sort of connect people to a police shooting mm, mm. Um, that, you know, we're all some kind of um, threat. So in the language that I've been looking at and, and, and all of this in Australia, it's, it's almost worse. You know, it's, 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 it's almost harsher. Um, but we see, you know, in all these countries, um, <clears throat> the same tools or, or, or the same methods being implemented just in, in different ways. Do you think they'll and use those same methods? Yeah. Do you think they'll use those same methods, Adam, and then use that shooting here as an example to call for it and go look we look what happened you know, we we need similar laws like this like canada's done look at look at the good canada's done it's so good that they can now censor these harmful anti-vaxxers that want to go and shoot police do you think that's a move that they're willing to make absolutely but in canada nothing happened he just did it you know mm. like out of the clear blue sky but we know looking at canada and i've seen it said it a lot on podcasts you know if you look at Trudeau and Ardern they were very connected we saw the videos with Jacinta Ardern when she was out like doing these clips and people would come in and start asking questions and she would shut down the whole thing and move it away you know and Trudeau does this and we know they do this mm -hmm. and Andrews does this as well he spends millions of dollars Daniel Andrews uh of taxpayers money on on um his social media accounts and and, you know, he's just been to China, goes to China, has secret meetings, comes back, doesn't have to answer to anyone. And um, his social media platforms do all the work for him, you know, and they just constantly pump out this propaganda. And Trudeau's famous for this. He has sort of this, um, uh, you know, um, he's handpicked kind of um, media circles that yeah. he handpicks them and they follow him around and that and no one else is allowed in the circle so really this is just defining that as it said uh, as as it says in and i've got a lot on this you know um government gatekeepers will now have the power to control which videos posts and other content canadians can see online as you said general and we saw this in Australia with the Australian Federal Police. They can now go in, supposedly, to people's accounts and emails and things and change things and shift things and move things around. So we're all getting the exact same thing, um, just with a different bow on each one, you know. Uh, but we do expect this. And um, in seeing this, it, it, it just says to me that they're desperate. And I think that, um, you know, um, this is going to expose them. But in saying that, we're really in the eye of the storm and I think things are going to get ugly, but we have to be prepared to go through that and um, just stay positive and keep doing what we're doing. Um, don't buy into any of it. Don't play into their game uh, because at the end of the day, it's all bullshit and they're just trying to scare people here. And I think in Canada, he's really, he's going for like, Everybody really. He he's he's wanting to overhaul the Canadian broadcasting system laws and and regulate streaming services. Um and this even applies to big big service like Netflix and all of this sort of stuff. So it's like everybody has to toe the line and do what he says. You have to grovel to him. 
and you have to play by his rules and you have to put out content that he agrees with, just like in China, because China is the model that they mm. want the Five Eyes nations to be under. So it's like a test case in itself. And uh, that's what he's doing. And that's what we're seeing in different shades and forms um, in New Zealand and Australia and, and America and um, in the UK. It just takes on different forms, but it's the same thing. And uh, but w with doing this in Canada, um, it is a it, it is a serious push forward. And as you said, General, there um, it is a worry. It is mm. a worry. What happens to us? What do we do? But I think it, you know, um, we can't be really uh, worried because worry is fear, and we 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 just have to keep exposing them and moving forward. And if they cut us off, well, General, we go back to the pigeons. <laughs> and the bottles and the tape recorders or whatever we can but i'm not going to let them break me down at an individual level in yeah. my mind yeah. you know who i am you know i will keep doing what i'm doing but if if what i'm doing changes its face or forms or shapes or whatever that may be then we'll just continue on another way it's like if your phone doesn't work and you need to contact someone go to their house if they're not there when you knock on the door then leave something in their mailbox and then just go from there until you can contact them. We'll just keep doing that. But as that goes on, we become stronger and they become weaker. Um, oh, hey, and, oh, um, look, funny you should say that. They're going to play this card, mate. So I actually think it's in. a sign of weakness that you – funny you should say that. Like I said, it is. I, I think that they're showing they're their hand here. Like they're, they're, because if they go – if all, all that does in my – this is in my, my opinion now – I think that putting that sort of law into Canada and, and, and pushing into other parts of the world – that's the government showing their hand going, holy shit, you know, they're, they're on to us and, and they know it, you know what I mean? So we need to do something here to try and squ to quash all that. And the reaction of the public, if they start seeing this, I think there's there's going to be, because of the climate we're in now, I think a lot of people have not, not been, you know, blackpilled or whatever, but maybe they've taken a bit more of a red pill now. A few more people are starting to wake up. So they're starting to look at that. And if they see the government do this, they're going to go, Holy shit! All these guys who've been doing this for a long time, maybe these maybe these old old media guys are worth listening to after all. Maybe they were right all along. You know what I mean? It's it's almost vindication. You know what I mean? That, that what we've been doing has been right all along. If they're showing that kind of a reaction to the things that we're putting out there, it just shows that they're scared. You know what I mean? Like mm. they're scared of what we're putting out there because it's right, it's truth. You know what I mean? You can't and you can't stop the truth. Um, but there you go. That's an interesting. Um point general and if i could turn the interview on its head mm. and ask you guys a question isn't it interesting just recently what we've had with um fox news and tucker carlson he's this guy on fox news being sacked basically now he's gonna start a show on twitter which has been bought up by elon musk and if you look at tucker carlson you know he's he's really putting out some really incredible information i mean you know a lot of us are, are, are way ahead of the game i know and we're and we're doing this but a lot of people out there that they're, they're not catching up yet and, and you you watch what he's been doing and what he's been saying it's pretty incredible stuff mm. and this is interesting isn't it he's going to go to twitter and continue forward but people say tucker carson's controlled opposition he's a you know a cia asset 
You know, are we too paranoid in the alternative media movement that we're too quick to jump on these people to say they're controlled opposition or are they? And right. what is the end game of them doing this? So um, that's a really interesting change of events, I think, uh, recently, because everyone's going, oh, we'll go to Twitter because Elon Musk owns it now. And it's and I, I've noticed as well, because I'm on there, you're much, you're far more free to post things. It's definitely freed up a lot. It has. And um, there's a lot of good content on there. So I just post away. But really, I think at the end of the day, I sort of think, hey, like, I think we're in such a, a state of affairs now. We're in such trouble, really. And we need people, everyday people to wake up and come on board with us. Is it such a bad thing that Tucker's up there and these people are doing that? Or is it some kind of psyop? But what if it is, what's gonna, their end game? I'm going to go first, right? And and I'm probably going to steal... I might even steal Andy's thunder here a little bit. But I actually think it's it's very much a business plan. Um, I think they've realized that conspiracy is a market. There is a massive market for it, mate. And it, I think it's... Um, you know, the, if they can grab a hold of that market... And I think they've watched that market grow over the last three to four years. Mm. You know what I mean? And if they and if they realize, you know, if Fox realizes, oh, you know, they don't want this market, or that's still the big control grid, or whatever, you know, someone's going to let them let the the big mouth like um, Tucker Carlson go. I don't mind him, you know, like make of him what you will, whatever it is. Some of the content he puts out there isn't too bad, to be honest. But it's sort of like here with some of the people, like um, uh, like Andrew Bolt or that sort of stuff. Like back in the, you know, some of the things they were putting out were pretty good. And they were asking some of the right questions, but. Then of course the narrative they tell you know, they're told probably to shut up and to talk about something else and then they don't bring it up again you know what I mean or there there's certain things that they won't touch like they won't touch the Jews or they won't touch this you know what I mean there's certain things they just won't talk about but I think they've realised that there's a market for conspiracy as a market and that market has definitely grown uh, and I think they're trying to do You're what they can about steering it general correct I think they're going to basically a take way to as, steer that. Movement. Yeah. Well, to be to them, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. if think of it from a business perspective, it doesn't matter what you think of conspiracies or not. If you if you realize there's people out there who do, and you want them on your platform, yeah, then you can throw ads at them and you can make money off them. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just. A, I think it could very well just be a business move. To be honest, like there may be more to it than that. But I mean, think about it. Like it, imagine if you had that sort of captive audience. That are wandering around looking for places to go because they've just you know they've just lost one of their their big mouth pieces like Tucker Carlson and he comes over to Twitter or something and then they go you know Elon Musk like well come to my platform and bring everyone with you you know what I mean like why wouldn't you you know you'd take them all with you and you can make money off those people you know you can you can start selling to them you can throw ads at them like I said you know there, there's a there is a market out there for it. Again, I, I do come from a marketing background back in the day, but I, I just see that that is, I think it's a bit of a business move. That's my opinion. Um, we'll throw it to someone else. Um, Andy, I, I hope I didn't see your thunder there, but uh, maybe you agree. I don't know. We'll, we'll go to you, Andy, um, in regards to Adam's question there. Oh, look, I agree totally, actually. It makes perfect sense to me as well. <clears throat> you know, I, the, the, the thing that they you know, portray on the surface level is always something different, you know, like, oh, this poor bloke, Tucker Carlson, oh, he was sacked from Fox, and oh, the poor guy, he's had to resort to, you know, operating from out of his bedroom on his on his personal Twitter account. I mean, yeah, it just sounds like bullshit to me too. It just sounds like, um, yeah, that they're playing both sides of, of, of the fence and, 
you know, he's no fool, clearly. Mm. And um, somebody somebody wants to keep the juggernaut moving. And the, all of these media companies too, they're, they're very good at doing their, re, their, their market research and understanding where the trends are following. Absolutely. So they, they're well ahead of the curve. They, yeah, they, they know where the trends are heading. So they, they're getting, you know, getting their boy in that hot seat and and continuing their exposure. Whether it's talking about conspiracies or whether it's talking about, you know, your neighbour's dog and cat or about the big-breasted woman down the road at the restaurant or whatever, <laughs> they don't give a shit. They just want to have bums on seats. They want to have eyes on them and they want, they want an audience and that's yeah. what media is all about and... They don't. They don't. They won't give a shit where you know what's what's being broadcast as long as as long as they're the ones that are actually delivering the information. So yeah, no, I think the narrative. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, mate. Yeah, yeah I guess Andy well, is the system itself becomes so desperate to maintain control and order over the people, and I've said this on many podcasts that it itself will even jump into bed with us. Yeah, you know, like Alex Jones and these people do. It will tell you more and more and more of the stuff that you want to hear, even the ex even the you know extreme truthers. Um, it will give you this kinds of information uh, where you go, wow, they must be telling the truth. How would they know that? Until it's actually in bed beside you, you know. Mm -hmm. And and um, this is a crazy thing that's happening as the system itself. Uh, really tries to maintain that control and order. It will give up so much. Um, to do that. Mm. But as more and more people kind of wake up to this, yeah, it's going to be interesting times moving ahead. Um, I guess, as you said there as well, and it, and general, I guess for general people, general um, uh, looking for answers who are just sort of coming into this and sort of they got the jabs or whatever and they, they're just thinking something's wrong. I feel like Truman and the Truman Show and they're watching Tucker Carlson. You know, it's kind of like whoa. You know, it's it's amazing, but that does pull. It just it does. It, it just pulls yeah. all of like the millions. I mean, you're talking about millions of people yeah. on on Murdoch's Fox News into that. It just funnels that into um into that Twitter sort of uh, platform. And you know, I mean, who would trust Elon Musk? He's a transhumanist. You know, I mean. Uh, there's there's absolutely no way I, yeah. I, I I would trust him, but the platform is okay. I kind of just think to myself, well, you know, um, if we can get even bits and pieces of information out to the general public just to give them a bit of a stir, um, that might be enough. It's 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 really crazy times mm. well, uh, when you're what... looking at what they're doing. But as you said, General, it's a business idea. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're seeing the weight of the truth of the movement and they want to cash in on that yeah, and yeah. pull it in. Yeah. Um, to that direction. I just, just think the, steering the, it the time is right to me. It just seems like the time is right. Like I said, the market's definitely grown and they want to grab hold of it and, st and start to steer it. Well, let, Ethan, what do you, on Adam's question, give us your take on that one. What's your response, mate? Ethan's going to explode. This is Ethan's um, bread and butter. He loves, he loves it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, mate. No, it's... um. It is interesting to see, you know, we'll have to see what happens. You know, there's this whole wave and talk about, you know, Elon Musk is the savior and they're going to save news and media and now Tucker's over there. But we've got to remember 
like the conspiratorial so-called conspiratorial content that tucker has done so far and maybe he'll prove me wrong but it's been you know hunter biden laptop and let's interview trump and you know democrat collusion and you know all of these things that are just inside of the matrix yeah and i think it feeds it's going to feed a negative thing the same way you mentioned alan jones and all of these people here in australia when we when people latched onto those characters in the covid period and then they're all going to latch on to tucker carlson look he's exposing the truth it, again it feeds us into this whole conservative right-wing movement where you know QAnon and everything that's spawned over the last few years where we all get grouped into this whereas they're like fake conspiracy theorists right they believe in government and that the government's going to be taken down from within but have conspiracy mind states at the same time when they should know that government's not real the left right is a, a false paradigm that's what most conspiracy theorists or truthers in the movement the true movement believe but we've all been grouped into this big you know far right conspiracy scene mm. and i think that's just going to feed it more because people will be sharing tucker carlson and look at all the stuff he's exposing when they're not really exposing anything they're not really going to the depths of where things are going now maybe i could be wrong maybe they'll prove me wrong and it'll be a fantastic wave that takes over but you go on twitter elon musk's community notes which are now just fact checkers as well they're on there as well correcting people and correcting information and making sure that people aren't spreading false information on there so what type of movement are we really seeing you know i i the massive movement they're capitalizing on is people that have questions in the in the mainstream, but you know they might be conspiratorial minded in a sense, but they still believe in the core essential yeah. things of government and whatnot. They may just believe, yeah. oh, they're all kidnapping kids or whatever, and you know they're not talking about you know the Rosicrucians or the Club of Rome or Scalabone Society and, or yeah. <laughs> you know 9-11 all of these topics that the true movement has done for years the moon landing things like this they're not it's all just talking about Trump and take down the cabal and we get grouped into all of that mass and I think that that's going to feed it you know yeah. that's that's going to feed it now maybe again hopefully I'm wrong hopefully Tucker comes out and just starts banging away giving us the inside this is a, a massive way <laughs> yeah but who knows man it's like when you get to when you get to that level i mean i was introduced to the youtube truth the commun community back in 2014 when we started doing the australian roundtable podcast and that's a very toxic community over there and back then, especially when people would take off, if you didn't talk about something, oh, that person's a paid disinfo agent, that person's a shill, and everyone just accusing everyone of being shills, which goes <laughs> on a lot, it's still in the, the so-called movement. But, I mean, it's like, really? Old mate with 15,000 subscribers, they're going to pay him to influence his tiny little base? Like, it's all paranoia, but I don't doubt that once you get to Tucker's level, and once you've been a, a character on Fox News for that amount of time, that there wouldn't be some sort of stakes at play and some sort of financial if you can influence millions of people. Like, 
I doubt that you can do that completely unhinged, yeah. but maybe I'm just too skeptical, fellas. And why wouldn't you want to bring that onto your platform and and you know, as <laughs> it's a and bring all the conspiracy people with you, you know, it's just like I said, I just break it down to a, a very clever marketing tool, you know what I mean? It's they're going to just further control the narrative like they do, keep everyone still pigeonholed, like what Ethan's saying, um, but just steer all the people who may be now wandering around going, who do we listen to next, you know, or where can I find Tucker? You know, it's like whether or not, yeah, you might enjoy some of the content he puts out or some of the thing, there might be some, some nuggets of truth in there and stuff. But like Ethan says, it's still within the boundaries and the confines of that narrative. So, um, yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that, that's, I guess, our take on it, mate. Um, yeah, so <laughs> to answer your question, <laughs> hope that does. Hope that Ethan, satisfies your response. As Ethan said, we're, yeah, we've been preconditioned also in the, in the alternative media, media to be so suspicious of each other, you know, mm. uh, because of these controlled opposition websites and and platforms and things, and um, mm. it's it's just to stir the infighting and uh, to break it up from within, you know. <clears throat> so that's why we do this now. Yeah. You know, I think we've found a good streamline, and uh, you know, we just continue forward, and um, I think it's a it, it's a nice way to go. It just comes with many many years of doing this you know you just have to learn how to play the game yeah and look don't get me wrong adam we were probably all where those people were you know the the tucker carlson viewers back in the day you know that we were probably there as well but we've moved on from that you know what i mean we've we've seen both sides of that and going well that's not neither of those is really the truth you know i'm going to go on my own over here and, and look for it myself and then you start to look in other directions you take on all sorts of information and you come up with those other alternative ideas and you know the the truth tends to tends to find you in a way rather than being told oh here this oh, is the does. truth because alex jones says so you know we've all been there but you, you got to move on from that you know what i mean but maybe we should just see that as a stepping stone for other people to on their journey to where we are now i don't know yeah, ho- hopefully people can join us a little bit a lot quicker. of people find the platforms general and and come on and listen to tott news mm. or us or and and they, they jump in and and they're just new to this because of the COVID thing you know i think it's, oh, it's yeah. really and i try to think like that i just um i i don't listen to any of those i i don't i can't stand carlson or anything i just try to i try to bring in that approach um and um now uh you know and and just bring that in because a lot of folks um do contact an email and and i think you know just as i said before family members or work colleagues or friends or people i think that it's um a really good a really important thing that they might start asking questions and and to them it's new mm. and i could say look head over to tot news or just look at this video or look at that it might be a, a big punch for them you know and it's so you know um and you you know you don't want to sort of get people freaked out or anything you just want to you want to sort of say look there's there's a whole nother ball game here you know it's yeah. just not it's not just what the mainstream media says but yeah as ethan says you know someone like carlson you know he's not offering us anything new um it's what we already know but for those people who who did play into this and and did lose their jobs or did get jabbed and a and are bitter and upset about it, you know, and a lot of people are, I meet them all the time. They're so upset um, about what happened. Um, family breakups, loss of jobs, you know, lockdowns and things. And they got that stuff in their arms. Mm. They got pricked with that. 
and they don't they they feel really jaded and upset about it you know and they don't know which way to go you know mm. and you've got these big outlets like carlson and jones and all of this and you've got <laughs> of us in the here there and you, you know there's so much going on for them it's it's a it's a real um i think it's comes down to an individual thing that people need to it's up to them yeah you know how you enter and play this game and where you are in your life um consciously you know and and um you know it can be a confusing task um but i think that we just in in this way what we're doing we just try to find that level playing field and we just go through and and talk about everything. That's why I like coming on with you guys. Mm. You guys like to go through everything. It's not just the one thing. And, we try and um, go deep. Yeah. Some guests you'll get on, they just like to talk about their books or the one thing and you can't change the subject, you know. I like to really juggle everything now and break down everything and and take a look through other people's eyes and, mm. and sort of feel how they might be feeling and see what they might be seeing because it's been a really challenging and hard time for everybody. Uh, around the world and and in Australia and a lot of people are really angry and confused at the moment I know something's really wrong desperately wrong uh, with the whole system and the government that they put all their faith and trust into and and now it's turned around bitten them and you know and they're thinking what do I do now and they're losing hope and faith um, because the very system the platform that they put up on a pedestal and put all their trust and faith into and their time and energy is just turned around and really knocked them for six you know and they need to know that we're here and we're having the conversations and we're breaking all this down too yeah and And you make a good point adam i mean you talk about these things being good and that's why i don't try to attack these platforms you know i'm not on there talking about well how tucker carlson is influencing this or how this site's talking crap about this for me it's like hopefully amongst all of that people are they've got questions they might be viewing it they might be waking up for the first time as you guys were talking about and i hope that in amongst that they find our way to our websites over time you know when they start to find more information that isn't so much catered to the masses and we're not asking you to put our your hope in us or you know put us up as you know, symbols or icons or martyrs and everything like that. It's all about the information first and foremost. And it's not the extreme of the alternative or the extreme of the mainstream. There is a middle ground where, you know, on both sides, people are trying to make money and trying to induce fear into people. Whereas, you know, there is a middle ground. But at the same time, I don't spend all day you know, unless I'm asked, as I was in this episode, to talk about those other platforms because I don't see it as negative. If people are waking up, if people are ingesting thought-provoking information, hopefully they'll find our way to us. Mm. So that's really the positive at the end of the day. You know, Tucker might be all these things that we're talking about, but as Adam was talking about, if people are angry and they're new to the scene and they ingest that type of stuff, I hope over time... (laughs) You know, they'll take the good from it, discard the bad, which is just trying to keep you as a constant consumer and try to find the middle ground and see that there is hope in the middle that isn't the fear mongering of both sides. So it is good that these things are out there, but just for our audience in particular, just be aware of those things. Yeah, I think starting to focus on us now, Ethan, though, aren't they? 
They are. Uh, we're not old yeah. and we're not young. We're in the middle. And as I said on many podcasts, <laughs> we're the pain in the ass for the system, uh, you know, because we're awake to it and we see it for what it is. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Taking out the oldies and they want to concentrate on the young to bring them up into this system and the unborn through their technology. But us in the middle, uh, we, we are a real problem for the system. I think, and that's why they're concentrating on us. But that's good. We'll take that load and we'll move forward because yeah. we need to get this out to everybody, and we'll be that balance for them. Mate, in we're the like of the seesaw. We're like Toto, mate, from Wizard of Oz. You know what I mean? We're sitting there just just dragging that bloody curtain away from the the wizard. You know, <laughs> exposing them for what they really fucking are. Be like Toto. You know? True, isn't it, General? Toto's like, mm. here, look at this. Come, look what I'm doing over here. You know, like. <laughs> I'm exposing this. Come see what I'm doing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I think just pain on what you were... Yeah, pain in the ass, yeah. But I think just, just on what you were Four talking about before too, gentlemen, I think a lot of people, they need to be encouraged to be and, and asked to think about why. Like, why am I seeing this now? Why am I watching... Why are they? Why do they want me to see things about, you know, Tucker Carlson? Why do they want me to see things about this and... And, you know, why are they telling me to, oh, it's, um, it, it's, the virus was a lab leak. Why are they, why, you know, p- people aren't asking why enough. Like, they should be, that's probably one of the first things people should be saying. Why, why this? Why they, why do they want me to see this? You know what I mean? Because if you can find out why they're wanting to shove that down your throat and put that in front of your face, then it'll, it'll lead you to somewhere else. You'd be saying, oh, oh, it's because they've, and, and you'll start to expose the agenda behind it and what the narrative actually is. You know what I mean? People just, the, the, the general public don't really, they, they're very too emotive. You know, they're very emotional. They, you throw something at them from the news, whether it's left or right or whatever it is. You know, it, it's it's all about getting that emotional reaction in people rather than thinking about what they're actually seeing and, and asking those questions. Why are they, you know, why are we being made to watch this? What's, what's their angle here? You know, like people need to be encouraged more to think about that sort of stuff. And I think a lot of our articles and things that Ethan writes and things too, you know, it, it's, it poses those questions, you know, like you, a lot of the times you need to finish an article with that question. Like, you know, why? Like, you know, it, it, it puts that thought in people's head when they read it. You're like, yeah, that's true. Why am I, you know, I haven't seen it from this perspective before. It's about, yeah, people just need that sort of, I guess, um, <laughs> re-education in a sense. because Alternative media, middle ground. Yeah, that's right. You know, but there's not enough people asking asking why. Um, funnily enough, just a, a little segue here, but uh, one of my clients, I was uh, at her place today, and I was just having a chat to him, like, oh, how's things? You know, how are the boys? She's got three boys. How are the boys? And she's like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, what, what's what's going on? I could see I could see in her face already that something's going on here. And then not only do I know that these guys are all fully jabbed and stuff too, like she's involved in like biotech blah 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 like she sits on the chair of some things or something or other fairly kind of wealthy sort of family and stuff so then i know they're all jabbed up they've all talked she's talked about how they're all jabbed up anyway um i imagine they probably had the flu shots too on top of everything but anyway so she goes oh yeah look just it's been a really crappy kind of month i'm like oh what's going on you know and she goes oh look i just we found out that the day one of the boys has epilepsy i'm like oh that's that's come out of nowhere and immediately in my head i'm going well he's all fucking jabbed up isn't he yeah i know where that's going i know where that came from and i was you know so i'm probing i'm asking little questions you know and um 
and she sort of divulges that, oh, it only started about a year ago, you know, like, well, right in the height of it, you know, probably when they were getting all their jabs as well. And he's obviously one of the ones. She's already talked to me before about how the, the other, some of the other boys are, were constantly sick for months there and, you know, all this sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, here we go. It just happened to another family. And, uh, yeah, it was just unfortunate. But uh, I, I sort of, after I finished that conversation with her, I got on the phone to Danielle. I'm like, oh, Danielle, I've got some, got some talking to Jane and she's just told me about this. You know, I'm sort of having a quick chat to her and sort of venting a little bit because I'm kind of frustrated at my client because... You kind of just want to sit there and wring their necks and go, it's because your body jabbed him, you idiot. Stop injecting your children, you know. <laughs> and trying to wake up, you idiot, you know. And then she's like, oh, you kind of... And she's sort of trying to... Danielle was even saying things like, oh, don't you just wish you could just sort of, you know, ask those questions and be like, oh, what did that, you know, like, what happened about a year ago? What what changed? Anything new? Like, instead of... She's like saying to me, oh, I should have probed a bit more and gotten her to try and think about what they did differently in their lives or, you know, like... Did they have any other vaccines or any other medications that they've never had before? You know, and just to probe a little bit to try and get them to think. And I thought that was, I said, you know what, that's probably a good point. Next time that sort of thing comes up, I might try and do that and just try and lead people away from that. Oh, it came out of nowhere. You know, oh, it was the doctor. The doctors don't know what caused it. You know, I'm like, you know, and to try and lead them to asking a few more questions about themselves and what they've done in their own lives and try and, I guess, in a sense, lead them down the, the garden path of truth, though, rather than um, you know, try and say, get in their face and go, well, it's because you jabbed, you know, but I want them to come to that conclusion because if they come to that conclusion themselves and maybe start to question a little bit, they might look into it a bit more and be like, and Danielle was like going, oh, you should have said, oh, yeah. You know, just, she goes, just make up a story and say that, you know, you had another or a relative that had the same thing and it, and it only happened after they had their jab and the doctor said it was probably from the vaccine, you know, and just say things like that. Like, I'm like, yeah, it's probably not a bad, not a bad idea actually when it comes up, but I do get a bit worried about losing some of these clients and stuff too. I've looked after them for a lot, for a long time. And like, I've actually watched her boys grow up, you know, I've been looking after them for like eight years now. So anyway, just thought it was kind of funny. Like uh, mm. that's that whole thing about asking, trying to get people to change the way they think about things and to open their minds a bit more. So it's kind of like what we've uh, we've always been doing here for quite a long time is encourage people to to think differently about what's going on in their lives and the things they see and the the, the content they, they can't consume. see it general mm. they can't see it when it comes to the medical system you know? I know and that was the they, frustrating they, thing they, I said they to just, Danielle. It's a, it would, they check everything you know like if they ate something or their kids ate something yeah. from the supermarket read all the labels we, we've been talking yeah. about this for years yeah. I mean if a toy is sold around Christmas and a kid swallows it or gets poisoned by it or something you know it's a <laughs> massive manhunt recall recall you know, take all the products total recall <laughs> Australia wide you know demonization in the media they're onto it yeah. but with the medical system it's, it is a cult and they're part of a cult and you do not question the cult. It can't be the cult, you know. And they can't see it. It's blurred out. That part of their life has been blurred out. It's been erased away with a rubber. Boop, 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 you, rub, you rub it out, you know. Mm. And so you cannot see this tragic event, you know, what you did to your children, you know. What yeah. happened there? You can't kind of encapsulate that part of their lives. You can't track back and have a look, you know. Mm. It starts in utero. You know? Can you, you imagine can't like, see that chain of events that has led to this outcome? It's so hard to try and convince someone it's that right they've hurt their they kids, Adam. You know, how do you convince someone that they've caused their it's own deep children? Down, they, don't want to that, they can't. It's the worst thing of mm. all that I've abused my own kids. 
And they cannot look in the mirror and say, you know, I've done that and mm. I've made a terrible error in this life. And that is a... And that's what they that need is to gonna, do. That is going to change the course of my kid's life from what I did. And they can't... They, they, they can't do it. They've got to take ownership, Adam. You have to take ownership, especially... But with your kids, General, it's a, it's, a, it's a massive thing. It's a, it's a, it's a massive psychological a hammer blow um, that you did this to your kids, mm. that you made them autistic or... You damage your kids for life, mm. um, and and I know parents like this. They refuse to answer that question, and they'll go, and then they get re, they get sucked back in to the medical system and their jargon and their nonsense um, and all the all the so called um, fixes and cures and drugs and things and doctors and appointments and specialists and stuff. When they simply are unable and incapable of of winding back and answering that simple question mm. and um, taking that on board and saying it was me. Yeah. It's me. I didn't do my research. I'm not educated and I did this to my own. I blindly offspring. listened to the TV. Yeah. Did it. <sighs> and it's a hard lesson. It's a hard lesson for anybody. Um, it is a really big blow. For, for most people so yeah. they just they don't want to go down that road but in 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 some way shape or form deep down they must know it well you'd hope so um let's just one more thing i wanted to cover for this episode and this was actually something that you sent me so we'll just quickly just talking on terms of the narrative itself and how they're trying to wind it back a little bit now and i thought this was interesting that you sent this to me so i'll just quickly play this for the listeners it only goes for a little bit um hopefully this plays straight away uh-huh. Painful. John, I'll say to you, I think we went far too far during the COVID pandemic. Yeah. No? Almost further than any other Western country. You you, you know, I promise you, you know, we will look back on 2020, 2021, in 10 years' time, 20 years' time, and we'll say, wow, we really closed the workplaces? Mm. You know, in, in some states, curfews. You weren't allowed out of your home after nine o'clock. We didn't have curfews in the Second World War, by the way. The curfews. Uh, we had situations where if you walked around the block on your own, you had to have a mask on your own. And there's no way you can infect somebody if you're walking around the block on your own, by the way. Right? Uh, we had a situation where you were locked in your house 23 hours a day, given one hour. One hour. Uh, to go outside you'll look back on it and you say i mean how did we put up with that infringement of individual liberty well you see the government had enormous reach you know the government had huge media influence the government was running daily press conferences giving out body counts you know all the time you know this idea that if you went out if you went out of your house for more than an hour a day, right, um, you know, you could die. Or worse, you could infect someone who would die. Uh, but somehow, if you only went out for 59 minutes, you know, you were going to, you were going to be safe. I mean, we, we'll look back and, and we'll say, wow, gee, did we all, did we all, you know, kids that weren't allowed to go to their parents' funerals. Uh, you know, I think you were allowed something like seven or eight people, something like that, um, at, at, a, at a funeral, right? Uh, you weren't allowed to say goodbye to loved ones who were uh, who were dying. 
And to me, you know, this would have been unthinkable, I think, in the Second World War, this kind of infringement on individual, even though we were at war, we didn't have curfews. Uh, but because the reach of the state now is so much greater, the public just, by and large, took it. Mind you, the police were out arresting anybody who broke any of these rules, right? Uh, yeah, you know, pregnant uh, women. Uh, a pregnant woman, you know, put up on uh, on uh, social media that there was going to be a demonstration. As it turned out, entirely lawfully, you know, police come into her home, put her in handcuffs, take her off to uh, the police station, right? Enforcing the law. Uh, it was just intimidation. Uh, as it turns out, there's no charge that uh, the charge got dropped, right? But it was just intimidation. The, you know, the police might come into your home. Uh, and they might arrest you. And, you know, I think for some people too, I better not say anything about this because if I do say something about this, you know, who knows, could be reported. I I think we'll look back and we'll say um, this was a massive overreaction. Now, the economic cost is there to stay. Um, We'll see that for a, a long period of time. And what are we going to learn out of this? Because there's going to be another pandemic, by the way. Of course there is. Or some sort of crisis. There'll be another pandemic. Oh, isn't that funny? Look at that. Winding back of the narrative there. Isn't that funny? You know? Oh, look, it was a massive overreach. We'll look back in 10 years' time or 20 years' time and we'll be saying this. We've been, we were saying it at the time, Peter. That was Peter Costello, former uh, long-term or longest-running treasurer we had for... In the country here, but anyway, you know, yeah, he's up there saying this, and we've seen this a lot, you know, this winding back of the of the narrative and stuff, and oh, yeah, it was an overreach, oh, we got this wrong, and you know, but there's another one coming, so we'll know what to do next time, you know, we'll 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 be able to handle it better, you know, we'll be able to do this or do that, and it'll they'll they'll know what the limits are for people, and they'll know just how far will we can push them without them having to go and do and demonstrate and to you know and to want to march and have a rally in canberra and get your throat fried like adam did um but yeah you know what i mean like that's i just find it funny that uh here's another example of them again just winding back the narrative again you know we've been here saying all along and yet here they are now it's just funny yeah thanks for sharing that adam um yeah what's your thoughts on it brother God. Yeah, he's a Howard man, isn't he? Mm. Howard's a high-ranking Freemason. Um, this guy's a, this guy's just a pitiful joke, and he's only telling you, <clears throat> he's only admitting to the public what they did, and he doesn't have any empathy um, in his tone. There's nothing there. He doesn't care, and at the end, he's telling you there's going to be another one right at three, three, three. Oh, uh, if you look at the time when he when he mentions um, that there's going to be another pandemic, it's the 33s there. Um, of course, we expect from these Freemasons. That's what he is under Howard, but um, obviously Costello's a you know um, a Freemason, and uh, he's only admitting to the public what, what what they did. But he's admitting everything there. The whole thing was a scam. Mm. It was a card trick. It was a bluff. Um, and it was, it was intimidation. All to test. It was about intimidating people. Yeah, it was yeah. all intimidation, intimidating the public. None of it was real. It was all fear and intimidation uh, to test what they can get away with later. You know, mm. uh, with what's coming. You know, and um, they've taken their numbers and their 
they've crunched it all. So um, he's really just admitting. We knew this was coming. We've been, we've been screaming about this since day one. This, you know, they're going to take the jabs away. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to openly, you know, pull back here. They're going to pack up their circus freak show, and that's what they're doing. And sorry, you know, sorry, sorry, if you've got the jabs or whatever happened to you, you know, we we didn't mean it. It's just the way it was. You, know, you, you couldn't go out. You couldn't go to a funeral. Couldn't go to Nana's Nana's funeral. <laughs> you, had to, you had to zoom in mm. to your grandparents' funeral. Um, you had to do this, you had to do that. We locked you down, you lost your business. You got the jabs, you're sick. Um, you know, just the way it is, Peter says, you know. Um, sorry about that, but, you know, don't worry, there's going to be another pandemic. So he's doubling up there, you know. Mm-hmm. At one point in the video, he's telling you, hey, we're pulling it all back. We're sorry. We didn't mean it. We don't know what's going on. You know, it's just the way it was. And But then at the end, he's telling you it's going to be another one. Um, so you can see with these jokers, these clowns, what they're doing. No, exactly. It is really um, an, an astonishing video, General, because, uh, you know, and if you look at that video on YouTube and you see the comments, you can see a lot of jaded and very pissed off and angry people. Uh, and they're not forgiving and they're not forgetting what was done to them um, for the Australian government's COVID response. But the whole system, as you said, General, is inverted. And look at Daniel Andrews. Why is he still in power? Not only is Daniel Andrews still in power, but he's 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 um, pushing um, this narrative um, for you know um, uh, drag queens um, and story time and against our children. And you're just like, what is this? People are asking me all over, like, why is that guy still doing? Like, why is he still there? And I say it because the system's just completely <laughs> inverted. It's absolutely crazy what's going on. Like, why is a man like that not arrested? And and charged and and put in prison for crimes against humanity, you know it's unbelievable. And now you got this Costello coming out on YouTube like that with what we just witnessed and what we just heard. It is astonishing. Um, after going, if you just look back at 21 and 22, and what they were doing to people in this country, and then you look at what he's saying there, how quickly it's changed. It's mm. it's, it's astonishing, General. It's unbelievable. We knew tracking this that that was going to happen. That they were going to, they were going to come in with force, and then then they were going to re- retreat into the dark. You know, boom, and then back. You know, jab mm-hmm. back. Um, it was all an operation of control and power, and to see what they could get the public to do. And um, if you look at what the the WHO are wanting to do, General, I've been saying this on podcasts. It really adds up now because we look at Kerry Chant, you know, this <laughs> this freak with the lopsided glasses from a mental institution. Kerry's mm. also and, a boy's name at, too. <laughs> exactly. But we look at these chief health officers and we're like, what happened here? Like, how did they get the power over everybody to lock down entire cities and mm. and do what they did and get away with that. And then you look at what the WHO want to implement. They want to implement their own people into our zones. And when Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab, Mr. Zuzu eats the bugs, um, call their fake pandemics, then these people will have total control over where vaccines are distributed and, and what happens. Um, government, they, uh, they, they, they absorb that power of the government. You know, that's that's their ultimate plan. So I look at Mr. Kerry Chance and these people as really 
um, a test, you know, just the whole thing. I see the whole thing as COVID. It was just a play. It was just a, a casino card bluff, a trick to see who would play ball with them. And, mm. and they've crunched all those numbers and they've got their stats, I guess, you know. But we're not. We're not. Um, but uh, interesting that Costello's come out here and blown the <laughs> blown his wad, General. Yeah. He's come out and just said, you heard him there. You know, you couldn't go out at night and walk the streets or do anything because you're going to spread something. They're just admitting the whole thing was an absolute scam now. And for the average Australian person who played into it and got their jabs and did what they were told, as I said, it's going to be a harsh blow for them, a very hard blow, one of the hardest, if not the hardest lesson they've had to learn in their life. Unfortunately for them, you know, but for us, we were aware of it. We understand the game and we played it and we um, we outmaneuvered them. We... Uh, we um, we we just uh, sidestepped it, mate. We just sidestepped it. it all just... Yeah, we navigated, General, is what I'm. What yeah, we I'm navigated through. We navigated yeah. through, and yeah, and and we we understand, and we always have what what's coming, and that's why we didn't get the jabs and we didn't do anything. And I remember earlier on, General, when you were talking about um, your lovely wife there when she went to the mall and stuff and the police were coming over and how intimidating mm. and threatening it was you know and and it was for all of us you mm. know even as thick-skinned as we are and with what we know and we know it, it was all a bluff you know you, you you go out and you go out there i've i went through it as well and you're the only one in the supermarket yeah. or the mall without a mask and then the police catch an eye of you and they walk over <laughs> they've got their notepads and you, and they made it appear so real as costello admitted there mm. but it was based on nothing there's yeah. no fines all the charges None of it was dropped. real yeah it was all just a mind war. And this is what we said with the Operation COVID Shield and General Fruin. They brought, you know, Scoma. This guy, this guy needs to be, oh boy, I won't even say it. He, but he needs to be in prison for what he did, really. I mean, he's a criminal. Mm. And he brought in these this general and people were scared. Even I was thinking, are they going to come to our houses? What's going on here? What is this game? They just really went to war against the public mindset, you know, to make them believe in something that just simply wasn't there. Yeah. And to get them to play this game of fear. And it's all about fear. And once the public on mass, in mass, start to, you know, break this apart and unshackle themselves from this fear, then uh, we can get a foothold here and we can we can start to move forward to clearer and better waters on the other side. It's yeah. all a game of fear. Yeah, That's well all said. it is. And well he said, admitted mate. it in that video. He absolutely it's did. disgusting, really. Mm. And for those but who... incredible, General, incredible. For those who um, he, cast your mind back, Adam, remember when we saw the footage of uh, the young girl being choked by the police officer? Um her name was uh, Maya. You interviewed her, General. That's I think. right. Did you? It, like, you you're that, on my uh, buy me a coffee. So did you? Did you get yeah, that I did when get I put it. that up? Yeah. Thanks for that, buddy. Yeah, yeah have I, a... I did. That's very. That is a very interesting um, change, and and thanks for that. Yeah, yeah it's it a good interview, really isn't it? Interesting Doesn't it, to look into that. It gives you a good insight into, you know, into the climate of of fear at the time. You did know they what I mean? just pick people? and mm. stuff you know like it's yeah you you just don't know yeah. I, I i was saying on podcast general i have a friend um and he went to the 
the biggest Sydney rally. Um, and uh, Kev, I don't think he'll be listening, but if he is, he's a great guy. He's a little bit in, he's he's a bit intense, so he kind of scowls a bit. You know, he looks he's he's probably. Um, 53 or 54, I think um, he is, and um, and he went with his two kids and family, and he got he got um, attacked by Sydney police, and uh, he's got a lawyer lawyer now because he got injured. Right, he, yeah. he has a an injury, so he's going through all that. But yeah, that was the thing, you know. I mean, he I know him, and he just went to the rally, and he he didn't do anything. They just chose him. And they just flipped him over and spun him around and threw him to the ground, knees on the neck, mm. and they took him. And then they let him go. And he said it was just such a bizarre, surreal sort of experience, you know. Mm. Um, but he's doing his legal thing to look forward and, and to see what he can get because he claims he's got injuries. I don't know. Um, but he was chosen. Yeah. Um, and, and, that, that, and that was the police tactics to just pick someone. You know, you've got... Yeah. Because then um, they know, you know that got that's going to get... Hundreds of thousands of people. Because don't you find you've it... got a few police general and just brutalise this guy and scare everybody. Don't you find it funny, though, When we're the ones with the power. You know, if, if a police officer is literally there, you know, choking a young girl or brutally beating a guy for no reason, and they're on camera, they know they're on camera doing it, right? If a police... If, a, if they suddenly realise, if a cop's fucking realises, shit, there's people filming me, they would stop. You know, they would, they would, in, in normal times, they would, they wouldn't go on with what they were doing, I think. You know, they're, they're more often than not, they'll, they'll take a different tactic instead of just walking up behind someone, you know, and coward punching them in the back of the head or body slamming them like we saw with that guy in the mall and stuff. You know, they wouldn't just do that if they knew they were on film. But because they knew that that film was going to be used to instill that fear Social in the public, media. that's right. They knew, they were based, I think they were informed that, that, that that would get out and it was allowed to get out. And that they would have no consequences of their actions because it was ba- that sort of footage was being used as a tool, you know, in order to control the public right. perspective at the it's time. Scaring you to believe, yeah, them. putting people in fear. Oh, we we better not do anything wrong. We we better not go out because we might get this sort of reaction. And oh, look what they did, and yeah, all this sort of stuff. So interesting times. I just thought I'd bring that up at the end there, just to sort of wind up the episode there with you, mate. Um, really interesting interview, General. Definitely, I think yeah. we should push that out there. It's a really unique. I'm gonna wait. Yeah, I'm gonna wait a bit longer. Um, I think. Before I put it out there for yeah. everyone, because what happened, folks, and for, for people who are listening, you know, Andy and Ethan and I, we interviewed the young girl who got choked um, by the cop in uh, August 2020. And um, it was released for about a day, had a whole bunch of downloads, about 400 odd downloads. And then I was contacted by her and she, she, she had contacted a, a lawyer and the lawyer asked if we could then take that down. Um, I was like, yep, yeah, okay, no worries. So the one that we released, we sort of was almost like an, an apology um, uh, podcast. We sort of did it. But, oh, look, guys, yeah, we did interview her. That we, we, when we talked about it, we weren't allowed to give too much away, but we sort of talked about it in that episode. But I kept the file. I mm-hmm. kept the interview. I kept it. I kept it for this time because I knew I would put it back out one more time. Um, but I was going to wait a while just to see, you know. Um, and it's been a couple of years now. Um, so I've put it out to the members. So if anyone, if you want to listen to that full interview and um, the whole recount from the young girl who got choked and everything about it when we talked to her, um, then yeah, head over to patreon.com forward slash Real News Australia or go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash General Maddox and you can actually hear or see that uh, interview. Actually, it's just an audio only. So 
Yeah, you'll hear it over there if you want to listen to it now. Um, I'm going to wait a little while longer yet before I put it out to everyone once again. Because um, I did ask her, I did try to follow up, but she never got back to me. So, um, I don't know, maybe she was asked to sign a non-disclosure agreement or not. But, uh, well, freedom of the press, I guess. Hey, Ethan, um, you know, if they uh, put that it's stuff out there. It's a crazy video general anyway. <laughs> it is, crazy. it is. Uh, it's a pretty crazy interview. Went yeah, all around the world. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, that video. Sorry, yeah, the video footage of it, absolutely. It's like it was, a horror movie. It was seen by everyone, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, but we, like, we, we might we might wrap it up there, um, Adam. It's been a pretty um, pretty good discussion. Um, Andy and Ethan, uh, I'll just Andy. Anything else you'd like to add um, for this one, mate? Or are you uh, are you good for the for the evening? You've enjoyed your gentleman Jack while we've interviewed Adam from the Kres Files. You're on mute, Andy. You still there, mate? There we go. Ah, uh, sorry, General. <laughs> but I've enjoyed listening to. Um to you all and enjoyed listening to to Adam and Ethan of course um yeah look you know it's actually a little bit of a flashback you know covering some of the old um you know COVID <laughs> times and everything <laughs> trotting out COVID old piles Andy my gosh like seriously you know, it's, it's like when the new king comes out and makes a speech it's just like you just want to roll over and die <clears throat> but uh yeah um, yeah, look, you know, it'll be it'll be a, it'll be a good day when some of these people get locked up. But you know, I don't I don't think it'll I don't think it'll happen. But um, but yeah, good good show, General. Enjoyed it very much. Awesome, yeah, mate. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on as always. Um, Ethan, are you there, brother? Uh, video has gone. There he is. Yeah, thanks, everyone. It was a good episode. Um... Good chats, and uh, thank everyone for the support. Looking forward to the next episode. Awesome. Thanks, mate. Uh, Adam, Adam from the Kras Files. Guys, all the members out there, if you're not supporting Adam as well, I know it's hard to try and support everyone in the movement. You've got <laughs> myself, Ethan, Adam, and whoever else you guys are probably supporting there. But um, uh, even, like, even if you ditch me for a month and go give Adam money for a month or whatever, I don't care. But you know, spread it around, guys, and show, show Adam a bit of love as well. He's doing... Some amazing work has been for a long time. The crasfiles.com and the podcast, of course, as well. There's content going up very regularly. Lots of great guests from all over covering all sorts of different topics. Um, and also, if you do support his show, head over uh, to Buy Me A Coffee. He is over there as well. Buy Me uh, A Coffee, uh, Kras Files members. Look up that one over there at Buy Me A Coffee. And um, yeah, you'll um, get all the Nightwatch podcasts that he does. So a lot of extra content. Adam's pumping out content. He makes me look pathetic, actually. Thanks, Adam, for that. I appreciate you making me look pathetic, mate. All the content you put out, you are belittling me. No, I'm just joking, mate. You do a fantastic job, mate. Keep it up, Keep it up, brother. We um, love your work, mate. Thanks very much for coming on the show for a chat tonight, too. I love you guys, General, and uh, Ethan and Andy. You guys are awesome, and I uh, can't do it without you. And uh, TOTT News, realnewsaustralia.com, are always promoting... And uh, we have a great connection here uh, with you guys and me here. This, and um, it's absolutely uh, an honor to be here with you guys. I love chatting. Anytime you need me on, I'll jump in with you guys and love it. So um, thanks so much. And to your great listeners, um, good to be here and good to have these kinds of discussions. And just keep the conversation rolling and voice our concerns and opinions and break down all the latest, General. Awesome. Excellent. Thanks. Well said, mate. We feel the same. Love you too, brother. And uh, we hope to catch up again soon. All right. All right.
Change, I can change, I 